In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. He is and ever shall be. In the Matins Gospel that we heard, I know we just heard a very long Gospel passage, but think back an hour ago, in the Matins Gospel that we heard from St. Luke, Christ tells Peter about the coming denial. And Peter says, Lord, even I am ready to die with you. I'm ready to go to prison for you. And the Lord says, Peter, you will deny me three times. He says, I will never deny you, Lord. And a phrase that Christ's response in Luke's gospel jumps out. He says, Peter, <laughs> Peter, 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 Peter. <sighs> when this happens, okay, this will happen, right? He says, when you return to me, Strengthen your brethren. When you return to me, strengthen your brethren. Peter returned to Christ. After the resurrection, Peter was fishing, right? The disciples are fishing with him. Christ from the shore says, cast the net on the other side. They realize it's the Lord, and Peter swims to the Lord. He returns to the Lord, and the Lord restores him three times. Peter, do you love me? Peter wept bitterly. He prepared for that moment. He wept bitterly. And, according to church tradition, for the rest of his life, every time he heard a rooster, he wept, remembering his denial of the Lord, his own betrayal of the Lord. But Peter returned to the Lord, the Lord strengthened him, and Peter strengthened his brethren, becoming the rock of the church. His name, Cephas, means rock. Judas did not return to the Lord. Judas realized he had done something wrong. And instead of returning to the Lord, instead of weeping bitterly, he simply tried to return the money to the chief priests. As if that were enough. He never tried to reconcile with the one whom he harmed. He never gave God a chance to forgive him. He never even asked the question. And the Bible doesn't record him shedding any tears, but instead, in the ultimate act of pride, he hung himself. Why is this prideful? Why is it the ultimate act? Because he said, I am so sinful, not even God himself can forgive me. Which, once again, all pride does is Remove God from the center of your life and put yourself there at the center. Judas said, sorry God, you're too small for this job. I'll take it from here. Peter kept God at the center of his life and realized that he had turned and gone far from God. He had abandoned the one that he loved. And so he wept. And he returned to the Lord. 
and then he strengthened his brethren. If you look at the two chief apostles, Peter and Paul, they've got ugly skeletons in their closets. Peter, who publicly denied the Lord, and Paul, who publicly was an accomplice to the murder of Stephen, holding the coats of those who stoned him, who publicly persecuted the church. The skeletons in the closet don't get much uglier than that. But they returned to the Lord, and they were able to strengthen the brethren. When Peter and Paul preached the forgiveness of sins through the gospel of Jesus Christ, through his death and resurrection, through baptism into his death and resurrection, and through partaking of his precious body and blood, they were speaking from experience. They had been forgiven. They experienced that healing, and they strengthened the brethren. And we should also pay close attention to St. Paul's warning as one with the skeleton in the closet, so to speak. We should pay very close attention to his warning, which we heard in the epistle today, about not being judicious, not discerning the body and blood of our Lord, and coming unprepared. It's not about being worthy. We will never be worthy. Ever, ever, ever. But the Lord says, Come, take, eat, drink of this for the forgiveness of sins. He makes that promise. So when we take it upon ourselves to say, I'm not worthy, so I'm not coming to communion, we put ourselves in the place of God and we become prideful. You connecting the dots? You see where this leads? All the Lord asks of us, and all St. Paul is telling us, is to prepare faithfully. The Lord requires fidelity, not perfection. Preparedness, not perfection. We just need to prepare for communion. We need to lay aside all earthly cares. We need to be obedient to the commandments. We need to sanctify ourselves as we heard in the book of Exodus. God tells Moses, tell the people to wash themselves and consecrate themselves for they are coming to meet me and I am coming to meet them. Fidelity, preparedness, faithfulness, obedience. We will never be perfect. We will never be worthy. But we can be faithful and obedient. We can repent and we can weep like Peter. We can return to the Lord. And when we approach for Holy Communion, what are we doing except for returning to the Lord? And saying, here I am, I am not worthy. We say right before Communion that I am the chief of sinners. We acknowledge the unworthiness, and nevertheless, God says, come anyway with faith and love. So, on this morning, 
in which we remember the night in which our Lord gave himself up. In which we remember that mystical supper where the Lord took bread and it became his body. And when he took wine and it became his blood and he offered it to his beloved disciples. Even Judas received on that night. He wasn't worthy. But our Lord graciously offered it. On this day when we remember these events, when we enter into these events, when we sit at the table with our Lord, and when we lean on His breast like John, and when we reach for the bread like Judas, we must remember God's loving kindness. We must remember His forgiveness. And we must always reassure ourselves that our sins are like a spark falling in the, in the ocean of His love, as St. John Chrysostom says. His forgiveness will overwhelm our sins if we simply return to the Lord. And when we return to the Lord, we must strengthen our brethren. We must not wag our fingers at them. We must strengthen them for repentance. We must say, come, come back. Return home. Return to the Lord. It'll be okay. Take up your cross, endure the shame, and return to the Lord, and He will strengthen you. The Lord says all through the book of Deuteronomy, Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord. This is the message that I want you to walk out with today. Return to the Lord, and He will strengthen you. And then we can strengthen our brethren. We can probably think of a hundred people who need to be strengthened, who need to be encouraged. We don't need to shame them. They carry their shame on their own. We need to strengthen them. We need to love them. We need to welcome them back. As the father of the prodigal son says, the doors are always open. Brothers and sisters, let us receive this immaculate body and let us receive this precious blood. Let us become like Christ. Let us become true Christians, little Christs. And let us return to the Lord so that we can strengthen the brethren who need the love of God in their lives. To Christ our God be all glory, honor, and worship, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Yes.